So there were a lot of questions around the model about uh, us and, and our orientation towards positivity. Because when you say that, okay, I'm, look, I'm not judging you, I'm just going to listen to your story, nobody cares. Like, you know, there's, there are these studies that if you're going to talk negative and if you're going to write negative, you'll get a lot of eyeballs and everyone is going to tell you. So earlier, people, you, you know, so I remember once crying because I had, I'd met Sushmita Sen in Manali and I said, oh, I have, to, I have to tell you a story because I thought, you know what, this is so early and if we get someone like Sushmita Sen, then more people will come in and all that and then I wrote her story and then someone commented ah, your story your story is a platform where there is a water, water, and I think somewhere I tried, but then the journey has been embracing that. You have to build, put your heart. Deep conversations about what really matters with the best minds in business, startups, sports, music, and many more. This is the Best in Class podcast. Welcome to the show, Shraddha. It is wonderful to have you here. Um, I'm looking forward to this conversation for multiple reasons. You have a very unique story. I want to deep dive into that. And you're also the, um, I, I love this term that you, was used to describe you, the chief cheerleading officer of the Indian startup ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wonderful way to describe uh, the work that you have done over the past decade. Plus. And uh, you're an interesting person in general because you have taken a very offbeat path for somebody of your background. And uh, I would like myself and my listeners to learn more from you. So that's what we want to do this Saturday morning. Thank you so much, Harish. This is, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> this is an honor. I don't get much of this chance. So uh, thank you uh, for giving me this opportunity. I'm excited to be talking. Sure, sure. I, I think you are used to being on the other side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> this, this should be interesting. Um, I want to start with uh, a, a very interesting place. Uh, while I was doing research and your uh, background, uh, this this uh, line right that stuck with me. Jo nahi milta hai, wo tumko mm. Right, I want to repeat that uh, if if people didn't catch it. So jo nahi milta hai, wo tumko Let's start from there. Right, I want to talk about the fire in your belly and the history of where it came. Thank you and, and thank you for this uh, uh, research. Uh, uh, there's a backstory and of course I think that story is uh, out there because I've uh, spoken I've spoken about it multiple times. But, uh, you know, more often than not, when you come from a place which is not as privileged as many people would have or not have, and, 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 and when you come from a normal middle-class family, from a small town, and when you go to a big town and see, ex- get exposed to newer things, opportunities and everything, then kahin na kahin, there is this question, na, ki mere paas aisa nahi tha? <laughs> or, uh, we all go through this, right? Like, is that... Uh, 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 that there were so many things that were amiss. Uh, and then we start looking at our own environment, matlab, apna family, mm-hmm. school and everything. You start thinking, Haan, kuch lag tha. Matlab, it was not as good as jo bade shahar mein hai. And I think, uh, and that was my approach. And there's a backstory to it where, uh, mm, I don't know if you want me to go through it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, please do. Uh, so yeah. the story is that, uh, uh, you know, from Bihar, from Patna, I, uh, like every Bihari wants to like run away from Patna that <laughs> comes for higher education, and especially during the time when I was growing up. And one of the and my dream was to go to this college, St. Stephen's College in Delhi, where you have to get like 103 out of 100 just to get there. And I thought, oh, 
uh, that's the place I want to study because that will make my career, blah, blah, blah. So then I went to Stephen's, I got admission there and they used to have a, uh, they have a debating society. And in school in Bihar, in Patna, I was good in debates. Or, uh, mm. And I thought, I am very good and I am And there's a selection, there was a selection happening for the debate, uh, uh, debating club. Mein, uh, ke liye. And I thought, I just walked in and I thought, it will because I am a not know. You know, mm. you're young, you're like a teenager and, 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 and you worked hard to be. So you have that feeling. And, and then, of course, by the end of the day, I was not selected. Mm-hmm. I was very shocked that how come I'm not selected? I'm like so good and all that. <laughs> and uh, uh, then uh, uh, the, the, I went and asked people, all the seniors who were, you know, uh, doing this, running this process of selection for the debating society club. And they told me that, you know, we have this Shakespearean form of debate, this form of debate, and, and, and you didn't adhere to the format and you didn't do this and you didn't know that. And it came as a shock to me. Like, you know, because you don't want to listen to me. Because those guys must be wrong. Like they don't know how to select. They are, you know, idiots. Or this is, so everyone was wrong. Then they said, you, you didn't do this. And then I was like thinking, oh, my school was wrong. Because these guys, they have come from Delhi school. So they knew about all this. But I'm coming from Patna. All these things. So, you know, so it, it has everything to do with my school, my teachers, everything is so bad. And when I went uh, back home for summer vacation, I went to my school and I went to this teacher who used to really encourage me uh, and, and, and help me uh, uh, get better as a debater. And what I was her name? Uh, Rekha Shrivastav. Uh, she's no more, but uh, a fantastic, amazing woman. And and she to, and I went to her and I told her, uh, ma'am, you know, we are like back or beyond. We are Biharis and that school is so bad. We are not exposed to all these things. You know what is happening in Delhi, what's happening in Stephens. We have this form of debating and, and, and we never got exposure. We really need to uh, ramp up and we need to be aware of what's happening in the world. And you know, I kept on telling that everything which is wrong and she held my hand and I still remember she took my hand, held it and, and kept, let me rant and speak or whatever. And, and then after that, she says, Shraddha, remember this. She said this, jo nahi mila, wahi so what you lack will make you run because you got some exposure and you did not get a lot of exposure. And because you will in life, there will always be situations, circumstances where you will not be exposed to, you wouldn't know. And that's why there will be hunger, there will be learning, there will be curiosity, and you'll keep on upping the game. Because if you have everything, then why will you run? Why will you fend? Why will you get better when you know you are the perfect in the room? And then and, and she said, you, will, you should remember that this will be the biggest thing, whatever you will be lacking, whatever you won't have, whatever you will not get, will be the biggest gift you will have. And I think in my life today, I can say, you know, I just want to go and hug her and tell her thank you. Because it's so, so true. I think where I am and and, uh, wherever I am is because of that lack, uh, you know, because you're not any room you enter, you're not the person, you're not the most wanted, but you're not even the wanted person. In any room, they don't even want you. But the thing is, right. that's why you constantly improve the game. You work, you work hard, you are curious. You That doesn't leave you. And I think that's the biggest magic of living and uh, yeah, life. So yeah, that's the story. Amazing, amazing story. And I just want to add a corollary to that. Um, one of my favorite podcast hosts is Tim Ferriss. I learned a lot from him. And he always has this thing that, you know, 
um, you should put yourself in situations where you are the weakest person in the room. Yeah. Time and time again. And it happened to you by uh, way of Naseeb. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> but I think that's a, that's a very uh, nice way to start your story. So thanks for sharing that. Um, that's a good starting off point, right? So let's go from there to what that fire led you. So I, did you do anything before your story? Uh, was there uh, a journey that led you to your story? Yeah, so you know, so I again have spoken about this, Harish, is that you know, like, there's a, a, lo- a lot in me is uh, a lot of who I am is because of the land and because of where I grew and I grew up in Bihar. And, and, and the time I was growing up, it was actually not a very good place. And especially for women, very, very, and it's still, I think, North is a mystery for me in terms of the changes that have happened over the years. But it was very difficult, um, and 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 uh, uh, and also on top of it, coming from Bihar, going to speak, since I was always made fun of the way I speak Hindi, because as a Bihari, you don't say me, which is I equivalent, is me ye karungi. We say hum, and hum means we. And uh, uh, and everyone used to say, why don't you speak this this speak uh, uh, this again in Hindi? And I thought people find me very nice and cute. You're so dumb, right? Like naive. And 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 basically everyone was making fun of you. And uh, and I saw the world around me because and and I always realized that you know if you can't speak well, if you can't tell your story well, if you can't sell yourself, and uh, uh, then sometimes in this fast-paced world where everyone is trying to get. Uh, the attention, you know, you get somewhere you miss the spot where you could be, and 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 because of what? Because because we, did, you know, people didn't get the exposure. It's not their fault, right? Like some people in Hindi, instead of saying sure, they say shraddha. They say shraddha, and it is also because of the local language in which you speak, and and then. The sure and sir happens, and everyone starts laughing. You know how much we judge and ridicule everyone else other than ourselves all the time. And I realized that that you know once you dig deeper beyond the surface of people, and you know it is an act, it is an exercise, it is a process. And when you start looking beyond the surface, then you realize everyone has a very body, and 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 and, and that to me was so so important i could see through people i don't know and that's something i love that you could see through the sometimes people not being authentic sometimes people overselling sometimes people being nervous sometimes people being shy and you know so many things and i was thinking iske piche ek story hai aur wo story aani chahiye and 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 so my own lack made me realize that and then i was in media i was in cnbc and times of india and i realized that you know the world actually loves people who can tell their stories well and 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 you know come from a certain success and have found certain success but not people uh wo wo kehte hai na ki agar diamond hai to sab dhoondenge you know diamond of the first water so everyone will chase you right like everyone would like to speak to you talk to you learn your story emulate your story because that becomes a reference point but before you are a diamond koi to ho jo tarashe aur kahe ki ha diamond hai andar and give you that encouragement listen to you and to hmm. me that was important and that's how i started that's the only reason i started your story and of course it has yeah <laughs> evolved from that and that's uh, very inspiring shraddha and uh, there are many places where we can go from here but i'll i'll go in two directions one is you said you made a very interesting observation that you are able to see past the facade the the face that people put up or the way they behave because of their own insecurity right and you are able to see past that and get to the the authentic story the the story behind the story what what gave you that skill 
So what gave me that skill? Again, I will go back and give credit to a lot of people and primarily my parents because, uh, you know, when I was growing up, my father used to drink a lot. Mm-hmm. And you could give a terminology, alcoholic or whatever. Uh, but he used to drink a lot. But at the same time, he was a he is a very intelligent man, studied abroad. And, and you know, he's always constantly, he'll know every, every day you meet him, you know, 10 times more, be mm-hmm. more aware and everything. So there was this side to him, but he was always drinking a lot. So for me, my father was my first study. Like, how does this happen? And it was tough. And my mother came from a very, very difficult background. She had a very difficult life. And somewhere I really wanted them to be happy and then mm. uh, and, and trying to decode them. So that's a that's a process, right? Like that's a lifelong, my mother is no more, my mm. father is there. But that's like, you know, that's as and then I'm sure every child and everyone uh, will relate to that, that as much as our parents shape us, we also uh, shape them and then yep. we also try to figure them out, right? And then yep. at yep older you try to understand you try to forgive you try to uh, you know still love them uh, because they are yeah they then you because you get to know them and and for me that growing up where I was growing where it was unsafe to be on the street because you never know when you will be picked up what will happen so many things and 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 uh, seeing uh, you know, relatives, people suffering, so many things. And when you start noticing, observing, then you realize that all of us are such product of, in many ways, we say we have free will and power, but you realize that there's always free will, uh, what we can do. And but there's also some dead circumstances, situations mm-hmm. that play mm-hmm. a role. And, and, and once you start seeing that dance in life every day, then you start understanding people. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and then you start judging less <laughs> again a process to not judge because judgment so for me that uh, was a journey and I think that gave me the thing to uh, look at people you know many people tell me that oh you're such a good PR you're so good to everyone you're so nice it's not true it can't be true you're always being very nice but that I think that comes from a place where uh, you've seen back home uh, that you can't judge right and 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 it's not fair to judge. And, and and I think that led to this, to answer your question, that led to uh, the ability to see a story and tell us. I wish more people in the world in general reach to that place of non-judgment. Oh, it's a, right. <laughs> you never reach that place because... You at least strive towards it. At least try, know? at least try. Yes, at least Because try. I think, you know, I say this to my teams every day. Um, everybody is carrying unknown piles of emotional psychological burden on their shoulders yes. because of you know even if somebody comes from a very privileged background they will have issues they will have things on their mind and uh, to connect at that level that you spoke about right starting from a place of good and starting from a place of uh, uh, let's look at the positive let's look at the good stories that you have to tell i think that's a wonderful way to start that i would say is also one of the reasons why you have been successful in in connecting with so many folks you know at a very deep level yeah yeah you have one of the things i get is that I, and people ask me you practice do you uh, do something and give us the trick and all that <laughs> is that how is it that you get people to open and and, mm. and and talk and i think i don't do that i i don't go with a process my only thing the by only is that when i am uh, then i am with you and, and again, that's a process that, we, that I'm going to be with you and I'm uh, going to be unconditional with you at that moment. And then I think that's where, like today, you know, you're also giving me comfort 
uh, and I can see that that comfort, which is, and I'm taking, you know, you are playing my role right now, <laughs> is that yeah. I see that you're letting it flow. And then when you let the other person flow, uh, be there just encouraging and, 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 and listening and listening mindfully, then I think, I think somewhere magic happens there where people- 100%, couldn't agree. So the second direction I wanted to head for the, from the previous answer, you could have started a blog, you could have started a one person, you know, podcast. It could have taken many forms. When did it become a company? And when did you become a founder? <laughs> Actually, a very good question. No, you know, this nobody has asked me this. And it's a beautiful <laughs> question because I never thought of it as a company. Honestly, when I started, uh, it was more of that, okay, let's, let's just listen to people because there's so many people in my role, you know, in my previous role, everyone wanted to come get covered on CNBC or in Times of India. And, and there were so many who were just not getting covered for whatever reasons. And, and somewhere I could see the reasons and understand and not justify that the reasons were the right reasons. But the thing is that, uh, so I thought I'll just listen. Everyone has a story. They want to tell a story. Let me just start it over weekends. And generally, I think good uh, in that aspect, a social person, because I just love people. I love human beings. We are alive till we are alive. We have to love human beings. <laughs> love human beings. We will be dead, and we don't know where we go. So I, I, I was listening, and and there was no idea that okay, this will be a company or something. I, first, I thought it would be a show on CNBC. Hmm. Never happened. Then I thought that it will. I will just listen to people, write their stories, and I don't know. Somewhere in the process. I thought I have to do this all the mm. time and then you need to make money and then, then the then you start thinking okay how to you know make money so that you can do this 24 7 and that's how I think it just progressed and became a very good and and uh, it's been uh, 10 plus years I know but when was it when was the actual date where you became a company a company uh, I became a company in 2011 okay and um, uh, let's let's talk about uh, the, the initial challenges as a founder. And um, because we spoke about this a lot, and you're my first uh, female guest, so I'm going to focus on that as well. Mm-hmm. Challenges you faced as a female founder, uh, whether it is you know starting the company, uh, fundraising. The other uh, you know quote that I picked from your ink talk was uh, "Fire to bahut hai, right? <laughs> I thought that is a very. Uh, I have a three and a half year old daughter, right? So I think about these issues quite deep. That uh, is patriarchy so embedded in the system that it is coming out everywhere? Or are any parts of our society changing rapidly? Uh, especially I look towards, you know, startups and tech com- forward looking companies who are looking to design and build the future. Are things changing? So let's start from your journey. And what have you seen happen in the past decade? You know, but first, Harish, I have to tell you that uh... And to everyone who will be listening. Like, I don't think so. Koi bhi and the research that you've done on this for this <laughs> podcast, listen, and I'm sure so many hours could have wasted on this. The thing is that it makes the other person also feel good. And, and thank you. Because thank you. I've done a, uh, yeah, the line that you said is something I spoke um, in Goa for a conference. And, and uh, which is true. Like everyone says, oh, she has great passion. She's super emotion, very creative. Uh, business it has been a question to answer your question I would say two things and and, and that's true for everything in life I feel one is that uh, one is the status quo of things that have been and are and one are people and, and I always feel there are people who are always challenging that so there's hmm. always things at uh, uh, coexisting yeah, healthy uh, tension 
healthy tension and sometimes unhealthy also because uh, uh, the status quo the con- you know the status quo of jo raha hai jaise rehna chahiye wo uh, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes outplays because there's so many people and the voices come together and it becomes like a loud voice but it has been no journey is easy i feel <laughs> so it's not that my journey was any different it ha- it was difficult uh, it was tough because also you know harish today you're doing this and you realize that you know there are people to talk to listening and 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 and, and but when you do something like that people don't think it's a business now we are in 2020 2021 where people think okay it's a business hai people can do talk people talk and there's a value to it there is hmm. it should be some value to it but earlier everyone thought that it's a hobby it's a social ngo type of thing mm-hmm. like many people used to ask me is this an ngo and i and i was also very clear when i thought of a business when i started of a company that this should be a company that somewhere i also have to build a model where you know more people who want to do passionate things can do what their passion what their heart says and at the same time make money and at the same time scale and that mm-hmm. in itself to me is a very interesting challenge because you do something on weekends for passion but you go to work how can you work be passion and passion be work and you make money and you make money like everyone else if and make better money and make it sustainable and large so though that was one so there were a lot of questions around the model about uh, us and and our orientation towards positivity because when you say that you can look and not judging you i'm just going to listen to your story nobody cares like you know there's there are these studies that if you're going to talk negative and if you're going to write negative you'll get a lot of eyeballs and everyone is going to tell you so earlier people you know so i remember once crying because i had i'd met sushmita sen in manali and i said oh i have to i have to tell you a story because i thought you know what this is so early and if we get someone like sushmita sen then more people will come in read <laughs> and all that and then i wrote her story and then someone commented हाँ यो स्टोरी यो स्टोरी एक ऐसा प्लेटफॉर्म है जहाँ पान वाला चाय वाला सबके बारे में मतलब दिमाग नहीं है इस प्लेटफॉर्म में एंड आई थिंक आई ट्राइड बट देन द जर्नी हैज बीन इम्प्रेसिंग दैट दैट दिमाग नहीं है दिमाग नहीं लगाना है यू हैव टू बिल्ड put your heart and mm. and and when you're listening listen with your heart well yeah. and then over the years i think that has uh, uh, been good and of course talking coming to patriarchy and uh, the is there all these you know all the things that we hear and and talk of course it's there but again you have to look at it that very early i decided that i'm not going to be the victim of uh, or have that victim mindset that oh in this meeting someone made a judgment on how i talk how i dress mm-hmm. how i will not be able to make it or i'm going to be the heroine of my story and 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 you know it's one story it's my story and i should be the superstar and 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 <laughs> and, and, and that mindset where you can't uh yeah you affect me you can affect me for few hours it does affect me but it's not going to define my narrative and uh, i think that has stayed uh, good for me it's now 13 years uh, that you know every last night i might have been depressed but today morning i'll wake up and say that hey i'm going to that uh, the journey so to all the young girls listening to this how would you um, bring about that positivity about yourself how would you drive that as a habit a lot it requires it is a habit and it, it requires a lot of effort uh, a lot a lot of effort uh, one one i would say to all the young girls and you know young girls and girls are my favorite favorite people because uh, mm. <laughs> i relate uh, uh, to them so much one i would say that you know accept that no chair in any room is waiting to be given to you so no mm. chair and especially if it's a high chair and especially if it's the 
top table with three mm-hmm. four chairs. You're not going to get, and nobody's going to get up and say, "Hey, madam, sit down." So <laughs> be aware of that. That's a fact. That's reality, and that's a very beautiful reality. And ties up to what you lack and what you won't get. But the thing is that you have to get there. And how do you? What you do is that if you're entering any room or any place, just always ask yourself. are you the best in your game today and 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 the question is that if you're doing anything you could be you know sewing something and making a very well knit sweater and but is it the best in the game today is it the best sweater today in the market is it the best of what you're doing and i think that to me that's very important that whatever what i'm doing what i know i should be the best in that and 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 it means like even if you're tired reading late night being aware of what's happening talking to 20 people giving over your sundays saturdays it doesn't matter because then it's usko kehte hain na junoon hai ki sabse best hona hai aur fight apne aap se hai to wo rose practice karna it's like brushing your teeth are you the best and and and, and you're never the best the more you realize See, i've started meditating over the last 3 4 years hmm. and uh, and and and, and you know, the more you're able to meditate the more you realize oh my god i'm like just so 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 not even at any kind of tip and that is very important that you do it every day second thing is that and i will tell all the girls that you know as girls and as and i hope that's changing now but as women nobody tells us that you know i love you you're beautiful you're amazing but as women as girls we us you know it's very organic in us that hmm. we are very loving we are very caring and i'm very proud of that fact so jos ko jo bhi gender not neutral or whatever i love that women are very giving nurturing caring and we do it so generously that it's shocking then <laughs> how can we love people so amazingly but at the same time it's so hard for us to love ourselves and i have seen cross spectrum i have seen it in my family i have seen it with myself i have seen it in my circles with people over the years babu just tell women that you know it's not wrong to love yourself mm-hmm. and to look at the mirror sometimes and say i'm beautiful don't wait for a man or don't wait for <laughs> anyone for that matter to say you're beautiful because it might just not come and again it's a habit it's such a you know harish it's such a spiritual mm-hmm. uh, endeavor to say that i love myself and i think mm. that gives such an amount of confidence and happiness when you're not looking for external because in my life for so so many years i always i'm i'm a love seeker like i'm always seeking that someone should love me and i should get lots of love but somewhere just saying that okay that's about me but i love myself i think that awareness is very very third i would say being a big fan of mindfulness just try to bring a lot more a mindfulness to your own days and lives and 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 then you'll see and then you know the world is last i would say the world is how you look at it if you say that people are doing wrong to me the more wrong will happen and i so believe in it and if you say that i am the superheroine and amazing then you'll see that magic happening it's so easy that it happens and it's so so true so those are some of the things i would like to tell young girls very well said and and i want to pick on one point shweta which you mentioned not waiting for someone else and you know uh, giving that self assurance and knowing not even giving like knowing that you are good and you are great uh, one analogy i i read somewhere you know uh, we are all a vessel first and for us to overflow and give to others the vessel has to be full first yeah and for, when when the vessel is full when we feel content at peace with who we are yeah. is when we are able to confidently impact something 
अगर ये वेसल फुल नहीं है तो इट इज ऑलवेज अ क्वेश्चन ऑफ सेल्फ डाउट एंड देर इज ऑलवेज अ कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ गुडनेस टू अदर्स वर्सेज गुडनेस टू सेल्फ एंड यू आर वेरी वेल फुट आई थिंक द टिप्स दैट यू मैंशन आई वुडेंट इवन कॉल दम टिप्स दिलीफ दैट यू मैंशन शुड कैरी Uh, very important so thanks for sharing that let's let's talk about the business side of things a bit because i think there's a lot of interesting stories to come there as well um, talk about uh, the journey of how it has grown in the last uh, 10 11 years and uh, also maybe talk a bit about expat and X-Pax. where did that idea yeah oh i love expats yeah good you know now i'm just thinking well uh, finally i'm getting some validation which i was not <laughs> <laughs> nobody talks to me about my business so uh, uh you know so textbox started in 2010 i moved to bangalore in 2010 and 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 i came from bombay where we were you know i was with times of india as i said and cnbc and you know you're part of large events uh uh and 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 uh, and different thing you know you see large scale events like as like feminism is india which times of india does to fill pair awards to talagoda festival to et business leaders awards so you you know you're exposed to a different large scheme large format of doing things and when i moved to bangalore i realized that oh these are young startups and uh, uh, young people here and 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 the question was that how do you bring the the you know the flair of largeness to the world of tech and startups and how do you make it exciting make it fun make it cool and that's the framework with which and it was just a question in my mind and that's why the name also tech spark should be sparkling and like bright and amazing because it shouldn't be boring because i somehow feel that if you have to make something large and something big and something significant then you always have to involve a lot of different stakeholders not just the constituent of that and then for that you also have to make it a little massy a little fun uh, colorful and uh, and and so it spreads and that's how textpas textpas uh, started in 2010 and i i still remember it was in royal for uh, a kid in uh, old uh, airport road uh, and 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 250 people came for me that time in 2010 it was very big <laughs> i didn't know even one person in bangalore <laughs> not even one to be very honest because i just called all of them uh, i and 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 asked everyone to come and there was such an energy to that event and and mm. you that there's something right and then now it's like uh, 2019 we had like 1 lakh people attending this wow. tour virtually and yeah so it it has been fun and there's so many companies that have emerged from it uh, which have all gone to become very very big names and unicorns there've so many people who've been actually tangibly impacted have got business so yeah to me it's not so yeah so to me it is a very important uh, a platform which needs to exist in in the way it can tangibly impact people and i like anything which is able to demonstrate that it can make a significant difference then you know then there is fun then there is uh, then you can continue doing on and even if you're not doing someone else takes on and does it so my involvement now in textbox is very very less i just show up ask good questions it's very easy it's the team which is quite excited to uh, do it every year yeah and the tour story also it's been a good ride now i feel uh, that we are in a place which is you know like 
last year we were profitable this year we should be significantly more profitable and i'm saying and why i'm bringing this out because it's important again going back to the question is that how do you pursue your passion which everyone thinks is an ngo how do you scale how do you make it big and how do you rewrite your own story where everyone is saying there's no story to be written over here and and and, and to me it's important this year because we want to be global one of the biggest things i think about is that and being coming from india uh, uh, all my now it's like how i don't know how many years 16 17 18 years is that why is it that we only read from the west why is it all the cool things are from the west when it comes mm-hmm. to me why can't we go global why can't we be the biggest and the coolest across the world and and define the way people read which is positive appreciating unknown stories and and creating an ecosystem around it so yeah this is the so this year is going to be wonderful um do you feel let's let's stick to that point right the, the last point you made on positivity and reading the the best about companies um how do you feel about the the culture of the culture of appreciation in the ecosystem today and how have you seen it grow over the years um and let me connect it back to the uber you know um, kind of response that that founders usually get in the west if you are a founder it's a, it's an exciting uh, risk that you're taking if you succeed it makes headlines if you, if you fail even then the next company that hires you will look at it as a positive it's a big value add to your resume i feel that india is in a different right and you are you're probably the best person to see that evolution in the last decade so how has it evolved you know of course harish over the years it has become better and and and, and with the current prime minister saying in 2014 uh startup india 2016 mm-hmm. and all that you know it goes to different parts of the country and then people today are more aware uh, and there is an appreciation the, you know and then you used a very good phrase culture of appreciation i would say is definitely there is a momentum and it's moving but at the same time there's there's so many context and here i think the sociological context the historical context of how we've been brought up in a very competitive middle class environment somewhere also plays out and reflects in the startup ecosystem where there mm-hmm. are i think a lot of insecurity because it looks like oh there are only uh, five spots but there are no five spots <laughs> there are like multiple spots in a country of 1.3 billion people but we carry our mindset so there is uh uh that culture you know again it's like the vessel you said right you can appreciate others when you are filled and fulfilled within when you are not filled and fulfilled within that appreciation for others just doesn't come very organic mm-hmm. and i think uh, uh that is still a journey and then that's there, there is a long way to go over there but definitely there is more appreciation for doing a startup there is more appreciation for uh you know the ecosystem overall and and i think particularly i am a big fan of bangalore because i feel in some way we define uh, mm. any people come to me and come and say oh people here are so helpful and and mm. and they work and you can get them you can have conversations and i think somewhere we have to be the examples and i think in some way we are being an example and then i think that should also spread and and it will spread nice. and it will get better there is a upward momentum hockey stick nahi hai but kahin na kahin to ja raha hai upar and that's mm-hmm. a very good thing and we all should be very proud awesome um your i mean see you're probably the one person who has had a ringside uh, seat to a lot of uh, growth stories in the last 10 years your favorite uh, startup story oh <laughs> i'm going to give you an answer where you say oh my god she was diplomatic and 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 then the challenge would be everyone listening and you agreeing with me that i'm not being diplomatic <laughs> <laughs> you know whenever i get this question asked is that uh, 
I'll tell you is that whenever this question gets asked, and I'm being very genuine here, is that how do you decide if you have two kids that which one is your favorite, or how do you decide? Like I have two dogs, right? Like, uh, and 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 I, some many people who come to my house, they say one of them is very friendly, so they all love him, and the <laughs> other one is not slightly kudus. And but she's the more baby, <laughs> and then right, people right, don't right. like that one because it's not that outgoing. But I just love them both. They my they're both both my life, and and sure. and it's like so. It's very difficult. I'm just giving this analogy because over the years there's so many stories you appreciate for so many different things. And for me, just to give at a broader lens, what I love about a story and entrepreneurs and people whom I have appreciated over the years is to me, I'm a sucker for two three things. You have to be on and authentic mm -hmm. because somewhere if we, you know, people like us, there are a lot of like us who observe. Like and when we observe and when we have the ringside view over the years, then. Authenticity is something that stands out. Resilience, like yeah. I love entrepreneurs who are resilient. And mm -hmm. the third is that on the people who don't have the victim mindset, because sooner or later in the startup world, it is ruthless. It is extremely tough. It is extremely hard. And 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 there will be people who will not do right by you. There will be tough days. But are, are they defining your story in mm -hmm. some way? And and people who've not let that happen, who have been scarred, who have had flaws, but who have survived all that authentically, have loved those uh, journeys, if I may say so. And there's so many. There's so many friends over the last 13 years. There's so many amazing entrepreneurs who started their ventures. It shut down. In fact, mm -hmm. one of my very close friends works with Mintra and. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're okay, but I'm very proud of him. So let me tell you that story that in 2010, there was this company called United Mobile Apps, Sridhar Iyer, and uh, way ahead of the time they started and Bloom Ventures invested in them and all that. Like you have to just see what they created, but uh, it didn't work. And then Sridhar now joined, has joined Flipkart and, and he's a uh, great guy. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. 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 So, so I can go on, you know, don't ask me that I've just seen like. Okay. So I'll, I'll make it easy for you. So let's not say favorite, but uh, the first startup story that comes to mind, top of mind. First startup story that comes to mind, uh, Flipkart. I was in uh, Mumbai. It, I had some personal uh, issues going on that time. And there was this guy who used to work with from Bhopal and, and Bini Bansal had written a story. Bini hmm. Bansal had sent an email saying, uh, and I'm talking to you, you come from that world, you're in Mitra. Sure, sure. And, uh, and, and and some young boy had written an intern story for Flipkart <laughs> in <laughs> 2009 or something. And, uh, and I still have that email. Bini said, oh, this correction has to be done. This has to be <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, so some of the corrections and grammatical errors and all that. Very endearing. It was a very innocent world where I think at that point nobody was chasing valuation and unicorn and funding, mm -hmm. but there was a purity of, hey, just listen to my story and, mm -hmm. and, and, and getting your story out. Very cool. Um, let's let's move on to founders. Um, again, I'll, I'll try to make it easy for you and not ask for a favorite, but um, most resilient founder. Most resilient founder. So many, no, Harish. I think most resilient founder. I would also see the Rainbow. Hmm. Not a funding. He's a wonderful nature. guy. Oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Like, uh, hmm. is that funding? Nelia, such authenticity. 
I don't know, you know, I have done his interview uh, and he was, you know, from the temple, we had this tech in his text marks <laughs> with his old temple attire, puja karke, and he's doing like, who do you, how do you expect like a tech unicorn, yeah. whichever billion corn uh, doing that out of a village, yeah. right? And when then I did my episode with him, we could hear peacocks in the background. He was yeah. sitting in the, you know, bar bete with a big table pe. Amazing guy, amazing guy. Yeah. So, yeah, so and resilience, so many, so many. I would say this year, also this pandemic year has been so such an inspiration because there's so many entrepreneurs I've seen have run out of money. Mm. They're refusing to give up. They're surviving. They're, mm. out, they're learning on the ground. And I think that is to me, yeah, they are so like so inspiring. Um, most uh, charismatic. Most charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> most charismatic. What do you mean by charismatic? Is able to hold a room, is able to sway opinions, influence people at scale. Oh, so many, all the unicorn founders, because they would have done that no? <laughs> to get there, to Fair raise enough. a Fair large enough. amount of money, capital, and, and, and tell a great story. Sway. They would have swayed so many people to be there. So I would Fair say enough. a lot of unicorn founders. Um, okay, this one will probably uh, help you tell. So most under told story. Most undertold story. So many. Again, so many. I would say one of the stories that comes to my mind is that of Policy Bazaar. I mm. think, uh, uh, you know, they've done very well and they, I think they've created a very solid, strong business model. I think they should go for an IPO in the near one and a half, two years max. They will go for an IPO. And I somehow think that they've not, you know, they've not been the cool ones. That they've got that attention, uh, mm-hmm. maybe because of the founders who be stayed away from that limelight or whatever. But yeah, so in a way, it is an under-told story, but so many, so many. Like some of the stories have defined, like some of the stories just keep getting circulated, but there's so many uh, which don't. And uh, But I also should not agree that they're under-told stories because my job is to tell <laughs> story. And last year, I realized that uh, we've done like thousands of stories in this pandemic. So yeah, um, if, if this is a, uh, I'm changing gears here. So bear with me. Uh, if your story is a, is a product uh, mm. or Textparks is a product, pick one. Uh, what's the next big feature launch? If your story is a product, I will say the next big feature launch is education. Best big, big feature launch is a subscription. Uh, I think we are in a place with the user base to now directly, uh, uh, users who have benefited and who've, who've been impacted over the years. So subscription, education, and international. That's uh, that's a very interesting path, right? So education. In the West, I feel that, you know, uh, whether it's Y Combinator or Sequoia or um, all the big ventures or even the colleges, uh, Stanford, they all have a huge focus on teaching people how to be an entrepreneur or how to succeed and uh, how to fundraise, how to create a product, where does MVP um, happen, how to hire, how to scale. Um, I have learned a lot just by observing institutions yeah. in the West, whether they are you know, media companies like yourself, um, like a TechCrunch or uh, colleges or uh, accelerators. They have this, uh, I don't know if it's a giving back uh, yeah. mentality, but it's more of a, um, I will share what I've learned mentality. Yeah. Uh, where, what can we do there? How can we accelerate this um, sharing of startup knowledge uh, at scale. Yeah. 
So Hadish, that's a very good question. Uh, I've been also thinking about it. And you know, we do, and as an ecosystem, as I was just saying here in Bangalore, particularly, I think people do. And But it's very unstructured, the way it happens. And, and, and like you said, how do you do it at scale? So in fact, this week itself, uh, we're launching a product management course and hmm. some Nigam from PhonePay, Amit Somani, Swiggy, uh, Anuj from Swiggy. Like I can go on with the names. Hmm. Everyone has so generously given so many hours and we're putting that together as a course so that it just goes to as many people and we'll make sure that it reaches we in fact tying up with the government to do the dissemination of the course so one of the things and then that's to me and that that's where the education here like the way we are thinking of doing is going to be different where it's not just one person who is going to be like the teacher or a mentor uh, teaching but i just think that with the access that we have to the best people across over the years 13 years mm -hmm. So how do they, we've told their stories, we've not charged a single penny, we've loved them, we've uh, promoted mm -hmm. them, and now it's time that they should come and share their knowledge and we bundle it all into amazing, interesting courses from people in the trenches. And uh, uh, that's what we are planning to do at our level. Got it. And um, slightly deeper question here. Uh, and again, I'm asking you because you're a unique combination of founder plus storyteller. So um, entrepreneurship, uh, versus working for a company, right? And and there are pluses and minuses of all these things. So again, a young listener listening to this podcast, uh, hearing you talk about all your experiences, obviously sounds wonderful, but we all know the risks involved in starting something. And it's a um, it's like looking at Sachin Tendulkar and saying, I will be successful by playing cricket. There's it, it a lot of survivorship bias in this, uh, in this yeah. field. So um, the question is, how do we, and uh, on the other hand, entrepreneurship, Obviously, as a culture is super important because it, it then unlocks innovation in the whole nation, right? Yeah. And when you have more entrepreneurs, more ideas come forth and then more uh, yeah. businesses start and then you think differently and then you are able to take more risks. So it's a, it's a very positive cycle. Yeah. So between this risk covers scarcity mindset that <clears throat> we have for valid reasons, right? We yeah. have gone, it is still a nation, a developing nation with a lot of issues. People are still having a scarcity mindset. On the other hand, we have this um, entrepreneurship silver bullet in a way uh, that can teach a lot and help you learn a lot and grow fast yeah. as a culture. Uh, if, if it's a young person listening, how, would, how does he or she uh, choose a path? Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. At the same time, you can learn a lot. And you're in a society which is quite uh, risk-averse and even now has a scarcity. Yeah. So for a young person, what is the, uh, what is, if, is there a mental model that can help them? You know, first, I'll give a disclaimer uh, to, before answering this, is that I have all my biases towards entrepreneurship mm -hmm. <laughs> and positive sure. biases towards entrepreneurship. But to all the young people watching, listening, sorry, listening to this, I would just say one thing that one of the and, and you asked about a mental model i think mental model for us and mostly primarily being a middle class uh, country and economy i would say to all the young people a very simple thing maybe very dumb thing but first and foremost take care of the money what it mm -hmm. means is that if you're doing your engineering or you're doing your mba you would have a loan and if you have a loan on your head then you can't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> because entrepreneurship is hard it's tough and, and 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 you have to be prepared that you don't have money for one year and, and one one and a half years so first take care of the basics 
before we talk about different model first take care of the basics because i have realized that to me it has been the strongest anchor i took loan for my mba it was very important for me to return my mother was a school teacher she took the loan from sbi and and it was very, it was getting cut from her teaching salary it was not much right like so that it mattered to her it mattered to run the household and all that's so why so for me it was very important that first i repay the loan she had taken and then and and I, that's why i took a job because i always knew that i wanted to do my own thing what i didn't know but there was this thing so first everyone watching make sure that one of the things that we don't talk enough when we talk about larger bigger mm-hmm. vision and things is how are you taking care of your so once you have your loan very good point it, then thing mm-hmm. that okay do a, now you could have worked somewhere you could have interned somewhere you could have given your skills somewhere if you are a coder then do something late night code something make then save some money for to run one year uh, to do something for one year and 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 that way i think there are huge chances of being successful as an entrepreneur as a startup and it also shows your hustle muscle and it's very important to have that and uh, and 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 on the large on and to the larger question of course it's uh, i think everyone should give a try to be an entrepreneur because it just develops you faster 100x faster than doing a job because it exposes you to so many things so many uh, challenges so many you know you just develop wo hota na ki ek decade grow kar gaye and 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 i think that's entrepreneurship and everyone should experience it it's tough it's lonely it's hard it's depressing it's nerve wracking but you know it's a ride like you don't want to die without having that ride <laughs> you'll know awesome. and everyone once they listen and once they decide and once they do then uh, you'll know what i mean you have to be there you know that it was so worth absolutely wonderful um What does a day, the average day of Shweta Sharma look? Average day, <laughs> average day of Shweta Sharma looks like is I get up early in the morning. So one of the things that I've done over the years is uh, come what may, even if I am late, late awake and all that, I make sure I get up uh, hmm. early. And and now it's become a habit. maybe last one month i have not been getting up because i think in bangalore it was cold or something so i was just lying down the bed till 7 or whatever but uh, i get up very early and it just has changed the way i live my life i was always getting up early but it was not something i did it as a joyous and happy mm-hmm. process but just one simple step of getting up early has just changed i think a lot about my life uh, because it just helps you process what happened last day what's happening mm-hmm. what's going to happen today meditation helps me a lot so i make sure that i do, do it uh, uh, every day and 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 meditation sounds as a very big fanciful word but it's not it's just about like you know very simple rigor mm-hmm. of breathing in breathing out because i'm a very i can just think my mind can wander uh, mm-hmm. like such <laughs> such crazily so that yeah. has uh, uh, helped a lot and uh, and 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 before the pandemic i was meeting a lot of people every day i love meeting people so in that people come to office i go uh, meet a lot of people for work i'm involved a lot in terms of the new things that we are doing or new deals that we are getting so those places i invest my time in and and make sure that uh, uh, yeah make sure that at the end of the day there are few people either through your email or through something or through a conversation that you've impacted and then that's mm-hmm. my and somewhere it is 
in spite of all the challenges life is not easy uh, i feel i'm at a peace that's great that's a um, that's a good way to end the day right when you feel peaceful uh, after a hard day's work and yeah. and it's it's rare to uh, have that you know a lot of people feel otherwise it's a good sign that you are liking what you're doing yeah because you know one of the things i've said is that no of course i also get depressed and psycho and all that things happen to me <laughs> but you know one of the things i've acted is that one person i'm going to help every day if not million if not that's a very good mantra to have yeah ek kisi ko without agenda ki mujhse mujhe kuch milega generously even if it's just bringing my on some with someone i'll do hi mine very nice um last few questions so um i i always like to ask this question to people who have started a company uh, hiring any short, any uh, short hands or any uh, you know uh, rule of thumbs you have or characteristics you look for in a person when you're hiring someone I, i have learned i've made i think you would have heard this from many people but i think i could be given an award for the number of hiring uh, uh, like i'm in my own mind i'm a legend a star when it comes to the <laughs> hiring that i've done and it also comes from your own, you know it's a journey i feel because somewhere your own lacks and your own uh, things uh, insecurity usually as an entrepreneur you go and hire from big brands big name and you think that they'll come and problem solve and change the world uh, and and that doesn't happen nobody can come mm-hmm. and solve and change the world the world changing happens slowly properly as a process what i look for is, you know so i i would say that again i have a bias sort of thing that i will not go if you have a big name degree it's not that it just attracts me like where you've studied what you've done but how entrepreneurial you are how hungry you are how much of a hustle you have in you and uh, how real you are you know for me the biggest attractive trait in any human being is the curiosity i love i get i fall in love with people who are constantly curious constantly learning because you know they're bringing magic to the table they're constantly asking you questions challenging bringing new dimensions to the conversations and it could be just about anything it could be just about you know a game a sport mm-hmm. going deep and having uh, that kind of a curiosity and learning and uh, yeah so to me that i would say as a hiring has been a hiring mantra of late entrepreneur dna of nice. an entrepreneur not the it's it's a very addictive dna of an entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wonderful yeah. um if you had a billboard in the middle of the busiest street in the world mm. and it could it could you could put one sentence on it for the world to see what would it say compassion say more i mean i love it but say more i would say compassion last letting go last love last and these are cool and sexy and then <laughs> they'll be there forever yeah because i somehow feel you know somewhere you like that's why i named it also your story somewhere going beyond yourself mm-hmm. and having the other person to the other person loving the other person i think it's the most therapeutic reward that we as people can do for ourselves it's a very selfish healing act <laughs> I just think that is so simple, so magical, and we all so many, you know, so many times, so many in so many days, so many years, we just forget, and that magic is in our hands. That happiness is in our hands. Very cool, Shraddha. So that was my last question. Um, do you have anything else you would like to say to um, any message that you want to give? No message. You have asked me so many questions. What message will I give? The, yeah, maybe one message I can give is that. you know we are all constantly changing yeah so what holds true today will not hold true tomorrow in our own uh, uh, 
journeys in terms of mistakes right i somehow think that we need to embrace our mistakes and be okay about it we are not we are too harsh and too judgmental on our own selves it has taken me a lot of time to not to accept my own self and and, and i think whatever you're doing just think about it that don't be so harsh on your own self and then that goes to entrepreneurs young people we are so judgmental about our own self we are constantly thinking that we are not living up and we won't say that like when we present ourselves publicly on social media we'll be so super cool versions we'll be so confident but i think we're just constantly mind judging our own self so please don't love yourself and i know it sounds very cliched and stupid and oh koi rocket science baat nahi hai जब जिंदगी जीने जीते जीते पता चलेगा ब्रॉकेट साइंस बात यही है राइट 100 <laughs> <laughs> 